Welcome to episode 332 of the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast, and I'm your host, Denise Oyston. And today we're carrying on uh, a theme that we've been running over the last few weeks about content. And uh, we had someone email in, it was Angela, who asked, what exactly is a content asset? So in today's podcast, I'm going to share with you exactly what it is, why you need them, and I'm going to give you seven ideas of where to start. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone, this is Denise and welcome to today's podcast and we're talking content assets, what they are, how they might work and specifically I'm going to share with you seven uh, assets that would be really useful for you to create as a recruitment marketeer, as a recruitment business owner that wants to take their business forward. So before I get into this specific topic, if you're new here, welcome glad to have you. Um, You will find a transcription, an edited transcription of the majority of our podcasts over on, in fact, probably 95% of them over on superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash blog. So go along to the blog page. You'll see where you can listen to the podcast as well. If you're not subscribed on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify, we're in lots and lots of places. Um, So head over to the blog and you'll see a transcription. You'll also see lots of other things there that you can indulge in and read. And um, also information about Superfast Circle, which is our, our membership program. And we're in April and uh, it's still busy, very busy for us. I don't know about you guys, I suspect it is because the market is going crazy. Candidates are still in in theory in short supply. Um, And therefore, what do you need to do to become a magnet to those people so that they will start to work with you and engage with you? So content assets are the way. So what the heck are we talking about when it comes to a content asset? So let's clarify exactly what an asset is. And uh, imagine if, I know that many uh, people that we know invest in property and they have a property and that for them is a wealth asset. They may rent it out. They've got um, people living there, rent, renting the property from them and uh, paying their you know mortgage or whatever. And whilst at the same time, the property is growing in value and they have what is known as an asset. It's a wealth asset. Very common. Um, assets are the same in all walks of life. So what is a content asset? It's something that, um, in a similar way to our property scenario, is something that compares over time. We create it once and then over time this um, develops into 
something that gives us increased revenue, increased profile, increased presence in the market. It's really quite straightforward because, you know, as in if you have a have a property that you rent out, then obviously that is going to be recurring revenue for you. Um, it's going to be putting money in your bank. It's the same principle for a content asset. Because if you have several content assets that you have created over time that are evergreen, and I'll explain what evergreen is in a second, then they will be attracting candidates, they'll be attracting clients, they'll be demonstrating you and your expertise, they'll be showcasing the brand, they'll be showcasing what it's like to work with you and how much you know and who your connections are. And so what that does for your um, your market and obviously as a recruiter that would be candidates and clients it gives a number of unconscious ticks in that person's mind about "Mm, maybe these are the people that I should be working with so that is the value of an asset now what is great about assets is you can create them once and to be honest depending on the scenario you can just leave them to work time and time again. I'll give you an example. We have a blog post. I'll share the different types of um, assets that uh, work well for recruiters because obviously we've been working in this space now for 15 years so we know what works, what doesn't. But let me just give you an example of ours. We have a blog post that continues to bring in thousands of views um, every single year. Um, and, And I wrote that post probably now, I'm just going cycling back over time. I think I wrote that post about eight years ago. Um, I've done very little tweaking. I think I've updated two images on it. Um, But literally, it's got a life of its own. It was optimized. It took some time to write it. So I optimized it for the search engines. And it continually brings um, traffic to our website. And of course, once people read that, they start reading something else. They subscribe to our podcast. I bet some of you, um, the first uh, time you found us was, was because of this particular post, which is about lead generation strategy. I think it's called 10 Lead Generation Strategies for Recruiters. Top tip, great title to to use um, when you're you're wanting to attract people. So you can see the value. You know, I wrote that some time ago. It probably, because I'm a writer, I've been writing for a long time. I think it probably took me an hour to write it, maybe maybe two hours. Um, And that has been bringing in uh, awareness to our brand for absolutely years. So... Knowing that a content asset is really, really valuable and really worthwhile, what are the particular types of content assets that work well in recruitment? Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's hundreds you could potentially use, but what I've done is I've highlighted it down to seven that we see that consistently work for our clients, which means it's highly likely they'll work for you too. So let's start with number one, and that is the good old blog post. I've already shared an example of how uh, a blog post continues to bring in traffic year after year after year. So a blog post that aligns to topics that are important to both candidates and clients. And don't, don't think that clients don't read blog posts. Don't think that the content that you produce um, makes no difference to, to clients and how they start working to, working with you. 
absolutely rubbish if you think that. They absolutely do read your content. And it's probably the one thing that starts to push them over the edge. Because as you know, your clients don't like wasting money and you are promoting you and your brand and you're demonstrating your expertise. So absolutely, they are vital. So blog posts, very um, straightforward blog posts that you have on your website. Um, we'll talk a little bit about how you can you can get blog posts created or what you need to do or consider about them um, in, in, a, in a couple of minutes. But so number one is blog posts. Really, really simple, straightforward. Answering the questions that are going on in your clients and your candidates mind. And it's very easy to find out what they are. Just talk to them and they will tell you. Think about the candidate journey. Think about the client journey. And you have got more than enough topics to write about there. The next thing we mentioned last week, and I will drop a link into um, into this uh, transcription of this podcast to last week's post, where we did a deep dive into the anatomy of uh, an ideal report or guide for your market. So I won't talk too much about that. I've gone into real depth about uh, reports and guides because they are so pivotal as you move forward. If you, uh, if any of you know HubSpot, it's a great um, marketing piece of software um, and part of their sort of promotional strategy is they talk about, um, they, they share a lot of PDFs and guides and because lots of people um, use HubSpot, it's not a recommendation for the majority of recruiters, I would say. Um, there's another reason for that. But um, HubSpot uh, did a, a survey quite recently Recently, actually, when they uh, they were looking at, you know, what what should we be creating? What do our clients really love? And they love a good old PDF and report. I know that the number that I download just to read and catch up on things, I probably download at least one a day. So you can see the value that having a report or, or guide. Again, very similarly to blog posts, you can actually do a deep dive um, on a report or a guide and you can make it gated. And what we mean by gated content is um, what people need to do is give you their name and email address or if they are a connection on LinkedIn, of course, you can send them a link because you really are already connected to them. But it helps you bring in new uh, people into your um, area of expertise, into your recruitment sphere, into your sector that you could potentially work with. So number two is reports and guides. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, number three, is social media long form posts. I know it sounds long and there's a clue in the title. Um, now, what these are all about is actually writing a post that uh, engages your market, maybe shares a little piece of advice, a tip, an idea, a strategy that then you post in, onto your various social media channels. Now, remember, we have talked so many times about the bias cycle. In fact, I'll drop a link to um, a couple of posts that we've written about that just to, to remind those of you that are new who would listen to this podcast for the first time. And um, what you can do with these posts is you share them on social media. They get more, tend to get more eyeballs on them. You have a nice image, maybe a picture of you or a picture of your working environment or your local town always works really well. Um, you'll have seen other posts from us about how to get attention. And when you do that, it's amazing the topics that you can write about and hot tip. Uh, they do tend to get more views. 
and uh, responses. So, of course, when that happens, LinkedIn and Facebook push them out more into um, the LinkedIn sphere. Um, so more people will potentially read them or look at them. And what's really good about these posts is drum roll. You can use them again and again and again and again. In fact, I saw um, a long form post of mine on social media that I know for a fact I wrote two years ago. It's still as evergreen as it is now. I didn't refer to the pandemic <laughs> at the time. Um, I think it was talking about a particular marketing strat- strategy that you could use. I was giving people some, some tips and advice on it. But that has been uploaded now into our social media automation tool and it's going out and it's still getting probably a couple of hundred views each time it's shared. And I wrote that and probably because I'm a writer and I'm a skilled writer, it doesn't take me long to write things like that. I can probably write something like that in 10, 15 minutes um, and then it's out there. And you imagine that that is working. It's getting eyeballs onto the super fast brand time and time again. Now, what if you wrote a number of posts like that or you outsource that writing? Um, you could use those time and time and time again. And they are an asset for you and your brand. So social media, remember, social media is often the first place that people will come across you and see you because if you, you know, you're, you're, you're reaching out to a candidate, um, about a great opportunity that you have. The first thing they're going to do is go and check you out on social media and check you out on your website. So remember, these are really, really useful pieces of content that become an asset for you and your brand. So next, I'm going to talk about video content. Love it or hate it, video is the way, my friend. Um, you'll notice that we do a fair, fair bit of video and we do some other things as well, but video gets engagement. Um, I think I was reading someone had done a poll on LinkedIn recently and, um, they were talking, they, they were asking people what they preferred to, to, to look at and read. And many people talked about both video and visual content was something that people really enjoyed reading and they got value from. So creating videos, I know we have a couple of videos just sharing again that we, we created, I know for a fact we created them two years ago in the pandemic, cause I know the particular haircut Sharon had at the time and the, uh, what she was wearing and where we recorded them. I know it was, was two years ago and I put it out. It was on procrastination. I put it out and again, we probably got, I think we got something like 400 views on it. That piece of content was created a long time ago. Procrastination is something we all experience, no matter how good or how ninja-ish we think we are, even the best of us, including moi, can procrastinate occasionally. Um, so that was a bit of content that helped people with some ideas and strategies around what they could do to, to get out of um, the, the funk that they were in when it came to uh, procrastination. The other thing that is great about video content is it actually promotes you, your brand, um, recruitment is a relationship to relationship business. I always encourage our our clients to get their MDs on video because being the figurehead of a brand being out there makes a massive difference um, because also, you know, it, it impacts clients and candidates. So, wow, the MD is actually sharing this. 
that company know an awful lot about what they're doing. And these videos, as I've just shared with you, can be used time and time and time again. Many years ago, Sharon will kill me for, for saying this, but we, we, we were doing some work with uh, a trainer at the time and she was interviewing somebody about accountability and responsibility. And this video must be 10 years old now. It's had thousands of views on YouTube. You can probably find it. Sharon will shoot me because of the haircut she had at the time. Um, and you can just see that that still is something that people go and view. They get benefit from uh, the particular client that we're working with at the time, got benefit from it as well and continues to do so. And she still uses it in her content. So you can see the difference that having an asset like that that takes you a bit of time to create and what difference that can make for you as, you, uh, as you're moving your brand forward. Now, the next couple of things I want to share with you, maybe a little bit more, uh, more to them to do, and yet, again, they really elevate you to another level. And the first one is podcasting. Uh, I did a really long and detailed post about podcasting, um, which obviously was leading up to this post, which I'm going to drop a link to as well. I'll hyperlink that in the in the show notes for and the transcription. Go and check that out because um, our podcast um, has been going for many many years now. It was one of the first in the market. Um, I, I've got everything dialed in. I'm recording this podcast um, two or three weeks before it will be launched. Um, I batch them. They're very easy to do. I just note down some things that I want to share, talk about it, and then it goes into a process. But but having a podcast, you are then on a couple of the biggest search engines in the world. <laughs> You're on Google. Um, you are also then on iTunes. And of course, you, you know, you can upload it to YouTube as well. There's different ways of, of doing that with your, your podcast recording. But imagine being on iTunes and you label your podcast appropriately. I won't go into it too much, but please go and check out that post. It's a long, detailed post and we go into it really step by step. But podcasting uh, elevates your brand no end, particularly particularly if you are a recruiter working in the professional services sector. Um, it can make a massive difference because you tend to find that um, business owners or the business leaders tend to listen to podcasts. You know, they're as obsessed with the business as we are. And that's exactly what they do, as you are, because you're listening to this podcast. So that's podcasts. The next thing I want to talk about is training classes. Now, I know there are a little bit more to do, uh, but many of you, I'm sure, listening to this podcast will have been on one of our webinars, will have been on one of our masterclasses, um, will have actually listened to content. Some of you may have even downloaded our latest video series. Um, I didn't actually give it a plug at the beginning, but we're having lots of people accessing it at the moment. So um, if you want to look at our different frameworks that we use with clients and we go into a lot more detail about things, then go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash CLF, basically stands for Consistent Lead Flow, and pop your name and email address in and then you can get access to all the, all the videos. We're not taking them down anytime soon, so you've got them there that you can, uh, you can go and look at. Now, that helps us because we recorded, we wrote and recorded all those videos. Yes, it took a little bit more time, but that particular um, 
a channel, that content asset that we've created is bringing in clients already for us. And it will continue to do that because we, we share some classic strategies that people often forget. We shared a framework that we've developed over the last 15 years. So lots and lots of information in there. We've recorded it once. It's going out there. It doesn't require me to do more and more and more and more and more things. We just we just push it out there and promote it. It's part of our social, on our social channels and in our paid advertising. So you can see if you actually uh, thought about, okay, so what could we do something for candidates? What could we do about finding your ideal um, ideal role? What could we do for our clients about building talent pipelines? Because remember, often what happens is you're not giving away everything. Recruiters often get a bit twitchy about, oh, well, we're telling them everything. They're not going to use us. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. People realize, wow, this is what's involved and they're giving this away for free. I think we need to get those those guys know what they're doing. We need to get them in to do it. I don't want to do it myself. That happens so often. That's something like, you know, we're sharing this with you now. And we know for a fact that people will probably get in contact after they've listened to this podcast and say, you know, you talked about all these content assets and we understand that you create a lot of these in your Superfast Circle membership. What do we what what, what do we need to do to join? So you can see how, you know, the, the mindset of people that works. Now the final content asset asset is so easy to do and it works like gangbusters is you you know collate everything that you have in one page on your website so you have a downloads page or a resources page because the way that we are wired if we, we look at resources we think oh that's a resource I'll go and check it out or that's a download I can go and grab some content there and go and grab some help so we know that on our website um, our page, we have a, a downloads page and on that page we have multiple things that you can go and access. Some require name and email address, some don't, but it, it's a magnet for people. They go to that page and it's an asset for us because we've already created all the other content pieces. We just go and put them all on there. Very, very easy to do. Get your web designer to do it for you. And again, that draws people in and it hooks people in. So we find that sometimes people go on that page, they're there literally. <laughs> for hours reading, looking at stuff, obviously taking notes and everything else. So we're talking about content assets today. I've shared a number with you. I've shared several with you. So we started off with, with blog posts. Then we talked about um, reports and guides. We talked about social media. We talked about uh, podcasts, training masterclasses, videos, and finally the downloads page. So many different things that you can do. And, and, you know, as I've just shared, if you want to know more about Superfast Circle, where we actually create a number of these elements for you and we give you scripts to create the others, then uh, get in contact with one of us. Um, you know, just just go to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash call. So that's our web address forward slash call. Book yourself into one of our diaries and we can have a have a chat with you. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. 
you get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your, uh, with your technology. And you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle. So if you would like to know more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC. Have a look at what's involved, what's included, and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are. We'll give you a demonstration of the programme and we'll, we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business. So speak to you soon.